If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful to be sleeping in my own bed. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that you, Jeff, are able to take over some of our household responsibilities this week because I am feeling worse than you are, and you've been so nice (laughs) and not complaining at all about entertaining Ellie and just picking up our house after, you know, unpacking and doing laundry and all of that. So thank you for that. Um, It means a lot to me, and I just have been kicked on my butt. We... The entire trip, we were in, and we we talked a little bit about this at the beginning of yesterday's show, but we were shocked by Ellie's stamina, endurance, adrenaline, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. She, every day that we were out, she just powered through. She was in a great mood. We had zero meltdowns. We only had one stroller nap. Mm-hmm. during the day, but we were, I would say, on average, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. Yes. And, I mean, even on the shuttle bus, which Callie and I were falling asleep on, you know, from the from the park back to the hotel. You know how those buses are with their big tires on the highway? Like, we're almost dozing off. Ellie entertaining the whole bus. Yeah, she did. She was like ready to go, totally running on adrenaline, so excited. It really was such a great trip. And we have a lot to share with you. I did want to say, because you said- Well, I was just going to finish. My thought was we were all high energy, yes. especially Ellie. Everybody was great. Uh, and then- the uh, day before we came home, Callie said to me, hey, you sound a little stuffy. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's allergies. I don't know. I feel fine. Because we were staying in a hotel that has literal, like, Animal zebra, livestock outside. Livestock outside our window. And we, you know, kept the doors open a lot so Ellie could run outside and be like, oh, my gosh, there's a zebra. Oh, my gosh, there's whatever. For those of you unfamiliar with Disney, there's a hotel on their property that... They have like the hotel's kind of a U shape, and in the middle of it is they've replicated like an African savanna. So there are giraffes and zebras and ostriches and things I can't pronounce. Um, that the guys that have zebra legs, but then the rest of them is brown, right? Can't remember what those are called, but they have all the stuff that's entertaining. So we had the window open. So when Jeff starts to feel a little stuffy, okay, no surprise because there's dirt and farm animals, not farm animals, especially. Especially stuffy with no other cold symptoms. Well, it, it, guess what? We got home on when Friday. did we come home? We came home on Friday, and by midday Saturday, every one of us laid out with a cold. Yeah. But, 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 and Callie got the worst of it. I definitely got the worst of it, which I'm kind of surprised. I don't know why, because I'm pregnant, and I feel like I yeah, you're the you're. Did you think you maybe you had superpowers because you had the baby? No, I just, I don't know, maybe a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be great. I do think I went a little too hard, though, at at Disney. I You were really great about making sure that I was, like, sitting down and all that kind of stuff. But, like, my spider veins are definitely out and about. Like, I'm excited to go to physical therapy this week. Um 
but yeah. So anyways, we're still a little sick, but I am in good spirits today because it's Halloween and we have a three-year-old and to me that's like magic and I'm so excited. And how many princess dresses did you buy her? Well, I bought her three. And how many did she ask for? Zero. Yeah. Ellie did not ask us for one thing when we were in all the gift shops. I think she didn't realize, she didn't really like put two and two together that we could buy things for her there. So she wanted us to take pictures with her and the stuffed animals and all of that kind of stuff. But not once did she ask us for anything. This is a, I have a list and this is going to be, this is on the list of, of life hacks or whatever that, I am, I I w- suggestions I would give to to anybody before they go on a vacation like Disney, and that is don't let your kid know that stores the the stuff at stores can go home with you. Yeah, because she had to her it was just another exhibit or ride or activity. Right. So she just thought it was cool. She walked into a room and there's a wall full of all of her Disney friends, a hundred of each that she could hug them all. She thought that was neat. And then we're like, okay, time for the next thing. She said, okay, it would put them back where they belong. Yeah. And in some cases, straighten out the shelves. Yeah. She's like, oh, there's a mini where Pluto goes. Let me fix this. She would fix it. It was the greatest. It was awesome. And I think three is a, I mean, she'll be three this week, but it's like, the perfect time for us to have taken her to Disney. I mean, we've talked about financially, it makes a lot of sense because she was free. Like we didn't have to pay for her, you know, meals or her tickets into the park. Uh, I was wrong about the meals. We paid for the meals. Some meals were free. Okay. Some meals were not. Got it. Um, So, but because she's excited and she can understand that there's something cool and think it's cool. Like, you know, she wanted to go on the teacup ride and all of this stuff. And she like recognizes that there are these characters and she likes the music and all of these things. So she like gets it and she thinks it's cool and whatever, but she's not old enough to know if we're skipping a ride or skipping something that she might want to do because she doesn't know what all exists there. Man, so we, and we saw some, we saw some melt downs and not just the kids, parents. Oh my God. You know what this trip made me realize is that I really like you, which is a good thing. Because and we get along pretty well. We did see some some families who were not respecting the 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 fact that they were at the happiest place on earth. Yeah. They they were not in their happiest moods. No. And uh, you know, I, obviously, everybody snaps each other, has a bad day, or is in a bad mood. We did witness some meanness, and I'm glad that was not. I'm glad we're not there. Yeah. I'm glad that we're not in that space. I do think it helps that we're polar opposites when it comes to trips, like, but in a good way. Um, You are really good at planning and you really like to plan and you had a plan for every day that was like easily changeable, like depending on how the day went. And I just went along for the ride. Literally. I just was like, yeah, we're, show, we're showing up. What are we doing? Where are we going? And I'm actually really proud of you because one, you were walking through the park six, seven months pregnant. It was hot. It was crowded. And it could not have been comfortable. And you did not complain one time. Yeah. Me, if I'm uncomfortable, I nobody hears. The only time I don't complain 
is if if I'm the reason for my own discomfort, which is why you didn't hear me complaining about my back injury or whatever it was. I went out. So so we structured our trip so that Sunday and Monday we went to parks. Tuesday we didn't do anything, which was genius. And then, Best part of your plan, and so, that was from one of the one of the uh, Disney World pros, you know, on Instagram. I, I, and then Thursday, or, I'm sorry, Wednesday, Thursday, we went to parks. So on on Tuesday, Callie actually went to get a massage. I did best massage of my entire life. Oh my gosh! And Ellie and I, we just we rode the boats that connect some of the parks, and we rode the monorail, and we went to a couple different resorts. We had no plan, so I wore these shoes that I—I I don't even know what are they? Are they like loafers? I don't they're know. Kind of they're kind of like dock shoes. They're almost slipper esque, but they're from—they're outdoor shoes. They're from Target, and I brought them because they're super light. And I thought if we went to the pool, they would be easy shoes to throw on to take to the pool. And if they got wet. Right. Who cares? Who cares? Well, I ended up wearing those the whole day. And I was so... And then obviously have to carry Ellie at some point. Uh, I was in so much pain for the first half of Thursday and was so mad at myself because... Well, I was mad at two things. One, I was so mad at myself because it was my own fault. Yeah. If I wore my comfortable shoes, such an old guy complaint. Nah, I wore the wrong shoes and, and <laughs> wear the right shoes. It matters. So, so I was so mad at myself that day. And then the other thing I was mad at is at the hotel in the lobby or whatever. There's a gift shop, and I go in to buy some Aleve to alleviate the pain. Right. The the Aleve is sold just by one pill. So Which you is know, because whoever takes just one, right. I feel like two is kind of like the bare minimum. For anything. Take two aspirin. Call me in the morning. Right. Take two Tylenol. Everything's take two. Everything. But not Aleve. Aleve is a buck and a half for one pill. And I didn't open it. I just bought it, stuffed it in my pocket. We got on the bus. We got to the park. We got halfway to the park. Then I opened it up. One pill? What is this crap? You know what is... That was probably the most expensive thing on the trip. And I said this to Jeff, like... Because of where we are with with inflation and deli meat being so expensive and all of that stuff, Disney did not seem unreasonably expensive to me because I feel like 10 years ago we would have gone and been like, oh, 30 bucks for a stuffed animal. That's outrageous. But when you're paying $20 a pound for deli meat. Right. A souvenir that's all of, thirty all of a bucks. Sudden a twenty-eight dollar like, Pluto isn't that big of a deal, right? Yeah. So it was. I will say, I didn't feel like, and as for someone who could jack up the prices with inflation if they wanted to, Disney did a really good job about not. I think there's some making prices totally outrageous. Like they had a twenty-dollar popcorn bucket, you could refill as many times as you want during your stay. Well, it was still three bucks. Two. Two. Whatever, two, right, it was still, two and change. So you buy it, but it's cheaper than at the movie theater. But that's brilliant, though. What makes you more thirsty than popcorn? And if you're in the park, what are your options? Right, cokes that right. they're probably selling for five bucks. Right, you know. I did notice that um, Dasani was like two seventy five, and um, Smartwater was five seventy five. So I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm like, what? What is Smartwater for us? What is Smartwater? Is it like? Is it supposed to have like 
It's literally the same, like it's another Coca-Cola bottled water that didn't have the bad reputation for having added salt. Um, what was the highlight of the trip for you? Oh, I for- almost forgot. Would you like to guess how many pictures we took total and how many videos combined? I, I couldn't even tell you, and I, I know that you have more than I do. Um, I didn't pay attention to individually. Uh, I Yesterday, I um, took Callie's phone and just uh, airdropped myself all of we were. I know there's a shared album thing, but it just wasn't working. It was frustrating. So finally, I just airdropped. So I have everything in one um, folder on my phone. Just take a guess. I really couldn't. How many? And by the way, I don't think it's necessarily true that I took more than you. Um, I think you, it probably seems that way, but you also have to take into account there were some rides Ellie and I could go on that you couldn't. Right. And you just stood on the rally and took like 30 pictures of us spinning by in teacups um, or whatever. I would say I probably took like 275. Okay. And how many do you think I took? 500. So that's 775. Okay. That's your guess? No, my guess is 1,200. Okay. Too low. Really? 1,462 photos. I wasn't that far off with 1,200. And 85 videos. Yeah. Now, let's say back back the last time I went to Disney World with my family, uh, you would buy those little camera cartridges, you know, for like the Insta, I don't know what they're called, but the the point-and-shoot cameras that had film, those little film canisters. Okay, yeah. And they would be either 24 or 36 right. exposures to a roll. So let's say the average is 30. In order for us to get 1,462 photos, we would have had to uh, shoot 49 rolls oh of my film. Gosh. 49. I'll bet we didn't even it's hit insanity. double digits when I went. Yeah. When I was 10 with my parents, we went to Disney World and Epcot. And I also think we went to SeaWorld on that same trip. And I'll bet we didn't even do 10 rolls of film. And think about this. When you got those back, you got 24 pictures back or 30 pictures back. 18, 20 of them were useless. Right. So then you have 10 pictures that are all acceptable, and then maybe one of them is, whoa, we should get this enlarged and right. frame it. You know what I mean? I think the two highlights for me were, one, the first character breakfast, like the first time she saw a character, and she's like, wait a minute. Wait, you weren't kidding. Daisy Duck is really here? She's right there. Um, So that was, like, really, <laughs> really cute to watch her put the, like, pieces together. On yeah. That. And then I thought the the very last thing we did was Jeff booked us like a closed kind of like meet and greet thing with Mickey at the very end. It was the literal last thing we did right. before we left the park for the last time. And it was perfect. It was yeah. amazing. It was just us. I think there was like one family behind us and Mickey and it was just really cool. I don't, I don't think I can identify one moment. Yeah. It I was mean, the- a great trip. The whole trip was was it checked every box that I had. Yeah. And now that I think we have so much Disney related stuff to talk about that I almost think we need to do an episode this week that's just a Disney episode. Yeah. You know? Cuz I want to I I mean I want to tell the story of 
there, there, there's something at Disney now called Genie and Genie Plus that helps you skip to the front of lines or whatever. And while I absolutely see the advantage, I also think it's terrible. I want to talk about that. Yeah. You know, we have a, like a gazillion things. We have a lot. We'll sprinkle it in and we'll see how um, but I'm I am, feeling the rest of the week. I don't know if I have extra episodes of me this week, but yeah. we'll, we will see. But I don't. I also don't want people who are um, either not Disney people or who want to go to Disney this year, but it's not financial, yeah. you know, in their uh, financially feasible or who don't want surprises to get, maybe who don't want their kids to be, yeah. here's stuff we're going to talk about. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. But um, I the whole trip beginning to end was a, was a highlight for me. Yeah. It was 10 um, out of 10. It was such a good trip. Um, we met a bunch of upsiders too, which is really fun. And that was surprising to me because I just, I don't yeah. know. It seems so weird that in a place with so many people that we would run into anyone that we know. But we we ran into a handful of upsiders and that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Bobby made the trip and got his picture taken with all of Ellie's friends, Mickey and Pluto and stuff. He's VIP. And that I will say cool. that that's a really good um, way to get kids to interact with the characters because they're not really sure what to do. And we handed Ellie Bobby, and then she got excited about introducing Bobby to the characters. So that was kind of like a way – it was like a bridge the gap from the awkward, like, oh, hey, like I'm not sure I want to hug you, but like whatever. Like she would just walk right up to them and hand them her stuffed animal, and that was a really good – definitely recommend that. I, w- I wouldn't call Callie a germaphobe. As much as I would call you dirt aware, you are, Callie very much doesn't like the concept of dirty. So when Bobby would fall on the floor of a restaurant, for example, I mean, it was, it was like a football player recovering a fumble. It was just Callie would so, die. I mean, let's be honest. Bobby fell so many times in so many disgusting places. Like that's probably why we're sick. It could be, but what? Okay, it could be, but I doubt it because the floors, the, it's just dirt. But it was the very. I just the whole reason I say that is because when we got home, I think the first thing that Callie did was to put Bob say to Ellie, "All right, Bobby's going to take a bath and drop him in the washing I machine, did. hot water." I said hi to the dogs, and then I washed Bobby. <laughs> so I mean, so fast. Um, okay, so it is Halloween. I'm very excited about this, and. Ellie is going to be going trick-or-treating. Now, she went last year, but she didn't really get like, oh, I like this candy. Oh, I like that candy. This might be our last year to brainwash her to get the candy that we want to eat. You mean when people who who put out the bowls and there's multiple choices? Yeah. Because yeah. next year, she's going to have, she'll be four. She'll have her own opinions about yeah what she likes, what she wants to get, what's considered like a good, you know, like score. On Halloween, um, did you guys put out the same candy every year? Um, we always did those the mini, you know, the mini, the variety pack. Yeah. Um, and I remember that we didn't do fancy candy. You know, my mom, she was a she was a woman of simple tastes. She was. She, That's why I figured every year you would do like Hershey bars or something. We did uh, like the Hershey bars or Nestle chocolate was the big yeah. one, you know, when we were going up. So like the Nestle Crunch miniatures. You know what's so underrated in that package? Crackle. Crackle's a great one. My mom liked that. So, so that would, so I think that was our go-to because obviously we want to be able to snack on it too. 
Yeah. And if you have stuff left over, unless you're one of those people that runs out of candy every year, like you're going to have it left over. So you might as well get what you like. You're right. Um, my parents, I think when we were kids, they did a little more variety. I remember when I was super young, my mom did like bags that she would tie yes. with ribbon of I think, like stuff. I think my mom did that a couple times. But we never did off-brand candy. Like we always did like decent candy. And now my parents get the same thing every year knowing that they're going to eat. Yeah. Stuff because they get like two trick-or-treaters every year. They buy Reese's because my dad loves Reese's. Okay. And they buy Snickers because my mom is obsessed with Snickers. Yeah. And then they put it in the bowl. They probably had it in a bowl for like four days now. And then every time they walk by, they grab some. Um, And I think it's sweet that they still buy candy, even though last year I think they only got one trick-or-treater. And it was like the neighbor coming to say hi. Yeah. Um, And I think, did we even take Ellie over there last year? We didn't because... We went to Trunk or Treat a couple days yeah, before, yeah, yeah. remember, because we live in such a great, no offense to your parents' neighborhood. Right. And I think probably part of the reason that your parents aren't getting uh, a ton of trick-or-treaters is because their house is at the t- top of a driveway. My parents have a long drive. And they have a hill. Yeah. Right? So what they need to do, if they want to up their trick-or-treat game, Remember when we went trick-or-treating last year, there were a couple people who actually were sitting at the foot of their driveway. It was amazing. They would set with up lawn tables. chairs and like a, a cooler. <laughs> yeah. They had, and there was uh, there were a few people that yes. had fire pits and they took fire pits to the bottom of their driveway yes. so they could like see all the kids. And, and that's like so fun. Yeah. That is so, so fun. Um, so I can't wait to do that again with her. Are you going to push her toward a candy? Um, I like it all. I like it all. You Sorry. even like the bit of honey. I do. I like a bit of honey. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I think I would push. Well, we have good candy at our house. I wonder if we're going to run out. I also got toys because the highlight of Ellie's Halloween We are last not year. going to. You bought so much candy. We're not going to run out. I don't know. I don't know. It will only run out if we get some 12-year-olds who take 30 of them each. I got a really good variety of like all the classics and all my faves. We're all going trick-or-treating, right? So Yes, yeah, so we're so, going to leave the bowl. Yeah. And then I got um, some – I went to the Target dollar spot and got some Halloween themes like bubbles and stuff like that because Ellie's favorite thing from Halloween last year was the little – somebody oh, had like bubbles, a little yeah. popper. Remember those little pop things? Uh-huh. They're meant to like – you know, help kids like who fidget or whatever. Uh-huh. But Ellie got those little pops in one in a little bag that somebody had, and she loved it. So I was like, "That's actually a good idea." So I went out and bought Halloween sunglasses from the dollar spot, bubbles, and we're gonna mix all of that in with the candy so kids can just take what they want. I am determined to have a cool Halloween house. And before we move on from Halloween, I would just like to say something. I would like to say that my thoughts and prayers are with all the people who don't want to dress up at work today but feel pressure to do so or know that you're going to get crap for not doing so from your other coworkers who are all who have been planning their costumes for weeks. Right. You don't have to I just if this could be a good question maybe for the HR besties ladies what 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 should is the right thing to do for company culture because I I'm not I was never into it. Yeah. I was never into costumes. I was never into even in college I wasn't a big Hey, let's Halloween party guy. Yeah. Costumes the are just, time. they're uncomfortable. They fall apart. They're a pain in the butt. They're, I just never liked them. And then when I got to be a grown up, I thought, well, good. That's behind me until I have kids. But no, I worked with a bunch of people who are like, hey, costume contest. Everybody meet in the break room at noon. Winner gets $50 Starbucks gift card. Woo! 
Bleh. So my my thoughts and prayers are with everybody who has to dress up this this holiday or is going to feel the pressure at work. I think that Jeff will agree with this by saying when I say that uh, we are just better and our house functions better when we know what we're having for dinner at night. Oh, a hundred percent. Like everything about our life is easier. I f- I feel like our promise to food plan our is oh, is has reached almost our promise to each other to food plan has reached almost comical status. It's so hard. And look, this is like... Oh, we're going to food plan. All right, first of the month, we're going to food plan. We never do. Well, what we do is we sit with an open notebook and then we stare at each other. We're like, okay, what do you want to have? And we're like, "Mm, I don't know. Okay, so HelloFresh is one of our new advertising partners. And here's what I love about HelloFresh is it's not totally prepared for you. So it lets people in your life or in your house, like Jeff, actually do the cooking but it's chopped, they've already decided. So you get to pick, right? You pick what meals you want sent to your house and then it's like, do we want this or this? And then you still get to have the joy of cooking because Jeff loves to do that. They've just portioned it out for you. You don't have to make the trip to the grocery store. None of that. We're taking out the complication of what do you want for dinner? Like They've taken out the business and let you keep the fun. Yeah, which I mean, fun for Jeff. It's like a mullet, but only the back. What I don't understand. What that Business is. in the front, party in the back. Hello Fresh <laughs> is the party part. Okay, so they have quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals, which would be like less than it would take you to get something delivered to your house if you're doing a lot of delivery like we've done lately. Um, and then they have uh, pre-portioned, everything's ready to cook, step-by-step recipe cards, so it's easy even for people like me. And they have a rotating menu, so they have a fall flavors lineup. Um, the desserts right now, apple cider cake with caramel sauce. Uh, yes, please, every day. Um, crowd appetizers like the um, barbecue pulled pork nachos, which sounds right up your alley, Jeff, and stuff like that. So we're so glad that they're a new part Thank you for um, participating in our well-intentioned but not delivered uh, idea of trying to plan all of our meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Upside and use the code 50Upside. You'll get half off plus free shipping. That's 50% off by going to HelloFresh.com dot com slash five zero upside and use code 50 upside for 50 percent off i feel like we have got to talk about the death of matthew perry from friends because i'm such a huge friends fan and you know a lot of our upside listeners are mega mega friends fans and i'm so sad i'm so sad because he was relatively young. I knew he had some health problems. Relatively young? He's four years older than me. He's young. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, well, technically, for a couple more days, he's still like five, five years older than you. Yeah. Um, he, let's go with him being young. But he's so young, and I feel like... A couple of things. One, if you've known anyone that struggles with addiction... It's such a hard battle, especially if you struggle with it for most of your life. I think I was um, listening to one of the excerpts from his book. Like he started drinking when he was like 13, which is so young, um, or 13 or 14. So when he was like a young teenager and he battled with it constantly. And I know he had like dreams of having a future with like a wife and kids and, and whatever. And 
I, I just, it makes me so sad that he never fulfilled that part of his life that he really wanted to. But, um, but he was sober as far as we know right now that no drugs or booze were involved in his death. No. And I think with the, uh, but they say it was likely heart. So obviously that could have taken a toll on his heart's health. There are a lot over the years, but. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of what people don't realize too is when you have been an addict for a really long time and struggled with substance abuse, like it takes a toll on your body in different ways. Like my aunt who passed away a while ago, um, she struggled with addiction for a very long time. And even when she was sober, it was almost kind of like too late for her because her body was already like the damage kind of was done. Um, So there's a lot of health complications that can come from years of addiction. And I will say it's just such a reminder of funny people who use humor to mask a lot of pain. And that kind of breaks my heart too, because so many funny people experience so much pain and and they hide behind their humor. I mean, you were in the comedy world, um, but they use that to, to cope and there's so many amazing actors that have passed that are hilarious and so funny and entertain so many of us for so long um, that we've lost to pain, basically some sort of pain. So anyways, I'm really sad. Um, I'm glad that he's being honored. I thought I was like the only weirdo that was going to be like so moved by this death and so upset about it, but it is all over the place. Um, He touched a lot of people. Can I, um, make an observation that's going to sound off color and I don't mean any disrespect. Like I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm just stating what is likely a fact. Yeah. There was somebody somewhere in the world, probably multiple people at the time they learned of Chandler Bing's passing Mm -hmm. dressed as Chandler Bing at a Halloween party. Oh, weird. Weird. That's kind of a buzzkill on your costume. Yeah, why? Hmm. You just had to go there, didn't you? Here are your three random things for today. Oh, you have two, so you're starting it today, aren't you? No, I have one. Me too. Here are your two (laughs) random things for today. Uh, A wine expert has some suggestions on pairing wine with your favorite Halloween candy. So Let's get classy in here, people. Yeah, I'll do this just for... um, for your parents because they love their wine. They do. So if you're uh, a Kit Kat fan, pull out a bottle of Pinot Noir, um, a dry Pinot Noir uh, with their jammy notes are a nice complement to the milk chocolate coating of a Kit Kat. Hmm. If you're a candy corn eater, think of Chardonnay. Uh, as a as a good pair with that. The creaminess of a Chardonnay actually complements the flavors in candy corn nicely by muting some of that high sugar taste. Interesting. And finally, the most popular candy every Halloween, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, that's going to be a Merlot. A nice glass of hmm. Merlot goes best with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups because the warm, fruity notes of Merlot pair well with the peanut butter perfection of a Reese. Uh, just so you know how legitimate this uh, this research is, it's from an Instagram influencer named The Blonde Wino. Hmm. 
Your second random thing for today is that Domino's is going to give away free pizzas to anyone that has student loan payments. <laughs> I think this is amazing. And you know somebody's going to complain and go, "Wait, well I don't I pay so I paid all my loan my paid loan my loan off and I don't get a free pizza." <laughs> Right. I just think this is really cool. And you know, I love a good creative PR stunt. Um, so it is called their emergency pizza promotion. And um, it allows fans who have student loans the opportunity to apply for one medium, two topping pizza, in addition to earning a free um, emergency pizza and customers will receive an email with the free pizza code. Um, like you basically apply for a pizza and then you know, you verify your email, they'll send you back a code and you can use that to get your free pizza. Um, but I thought that was really cool. You go Domino's. That's great. And I do actually, I can pull a third random thing. Oh, go for it. Um, cause I was going to talk about this tomorrow, but I'll just throw it in as a random thing. One of the things that I thought was so weird about Disney and I have a whole list of this stuff, but there were no bugs. And I find that bizarre. Like I saw it's maybe most most bizarre because we were staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge where there's literal animals and animal poop and all of that animal stuff. And we're in Florida. Right. Like what is more hot, humid, and mosquito infested than Florida? Right. Like literally nothing. So I was like, there's got to be something behind that. Like I don't know if they're like spraying something into the air or whatever. Well, apparently they're not because Walt didn't, Disney didn't want um, – chemicals moving through the whole thing. So there's a couple things that they did structurally that make it so mosquitoes don't want to be there. They basically created Walt Disney World with structures that would naturally repel mosquitoes. Um, one is the constantly flowing water. There is no sitting water at Disney World. It is oh, all on. smart. Yeah. It is yep. all flowing. Yep. Um, so, and it goes into these huge drainage ditches that they built. Yep. So... Because mosquitoes like you know, yeah. standing water. That's where they. That's where they. So they get breed. Yeah. Um, and then they have made every building at Walt Disney World curved or designed so there's no place where water can catch. So when it rains, you're not going to see, you know, at Cinderella's castle a puddle of water because nice. Disney does not give it the chance to do that, which I think is amazing. Um, another thing they do is that they use a really small amount of garlic, the smell of garlic, around the park because apparently humans can't smell because it's so little, but mosquitoes hate garlic. Is that true? Yeah. Can we do that in our house? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I actually like the smell of garlic, but if it's so, I mean... Is it, like, is it like repelling a vampire? Do we just got to put clothes of it around the yard? Or? I mean, I as, as long, yeah, I assume so. I mean, if our dogs don't eat it. But Walt Disney, like the story was, he met this guy that had done some sort of like bug, you know, like repellent stuff, I think for like the military or something. And the second he met him, he was like, you're hired. I want you to come help design my parks and stuff like that. And the guy did. And he designed a space that just is not mosquito friendly and they don't use a bunch of chemicals to spray everybody up. So I thought that was very interesting. And those are your three random things for today. You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.